The complete quarterback and the AAF. I'm here with Matt Sims, who was a former NFL quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons, which is in the Jets and a bunch of teams. But yes. um, most importantly, now you're embarking on a new professional career with the Atlanta Legends right. in the AAF. So before we get to that, though, um, this quarterback training, and I didn't know your dad was going to be here tonight. Yeah. And that's pretty cool. Uh, but first, like, I mean, I've never done film study, and I know I, I wanted to see more of it, and I missed a lot of it, but. How important is that for you to teach kids not only just the, the, the fundamentals, but like the mental preparation too? Uh, I think it's just good for kids to understand too, just when they're getting into this game, just how much work it actually does take uh, to, to accomplish all of your goals, mm -hmm. the commitment, the discipline. And these are things that I, you know, wasn't always great with even when I was in the NFL. You know, these were things that I continued to learn and get better at. Uh, continued to fail and learn from and get better at during that time. Uh, a lot of the lessons that I'm teaching these kids are lessons that I learned from guys like Matt Ryan, uh, guys like Geno Smith, guys like Matt Schaub, uh, Kyle Shanahan, um, you know, Dan Quinn, you know, all these guys that, you know, do a really good job and, and act professionally and, and play the game at a very high level. And uh, I've been very grateful for all those experiences and I just try to, you know, share the wealth and it's fun too as well. I get to you know, reteach myself too in a way and maybe look at some things a, a, a different way too. Now, how young, I mean, there were like sixth graders here tonight. Like right. how long, young did you start in film study? High uh, school film probably? study? I mean, well, when I was younger, I mean, the tight end pop pass was like the greatest throw ever. So that was like, <laughs> that was like groundbreaking when you made that completion, like in sixth or seventh grade. <laughs> um, now these guys, they're playing such a different level of football. Uh, at such a younger age where they're throwing it, you know, 20 or 30 times. Uh, so it's a little bit more advanced the way that they see the game and the way they look at the game, which is good. And I think that's why the game is uh, even more enjoyable to watch, too, on TV as well now. Now, having an NFL dad, I'm sure you had a little advantage over, over a lot of people. At and times, yeah. How did, how, did you, how did he, I guess, factor into your prep um, growing up? Uh, well, he kind of made it very simple for me. Um, I actually quit football seventh grade year. Um, I was kind of over it. I didn't really care, you know, that much about the game or like kind of just lost my love for the game, I should say, for a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, played baseball that entire year and then got really just like burnt out with baseball and was like, wow, this is way too much. Need to switch it up and play another game. Yeah. And uh, that offseason going into eighth grade, I was like, you know, big guy, like I think I really want to become a good quarterback. Um, I was like, you know, will you work with me on the stuff? And he goes, all right, I will work with you. He goes, but I will never – you know, tell you that we're going to go work. You have to ask me every time. So uh, he made me extremely uh, independent and, um, you know, made me, you know, kind of like egg him on, like, hey, you want to go throw now? You want to go throw now? And it was really fun, too. We, you know, we would throw, you know, in the backyard and in the driveway, you mm -hmm. know, when it's cold and snowing, and, you know what I mean? Just like all the time, like throughout my career. And it was never like, hey, let's go throw. It was always like, all right, I'll, you know, big guy, you want to go throw with me. Big so, guy. I love yeah, how you call yeah. him big guy. It's Big Phil, yep. <laughs> um, so, um, it's just briefly, the quarterback keeper draft in the AAF, mm -hmm. it's a little bit different than, it, than the NFL draft. Just right. quickly, can you just explain exactly what that was? So the uh, protector pick. Protector pick, that's right. Uh, so essentially, uh, since it's a new league, mm -hmm. um, everyone had players that were already allocated to them right. by where they went to school regionally. Um, so originally I was allocated to the Memphis team because I went to Tennessee um, and with a long with eight other quarterbacks I think I think Memphis actually had the most 
football uh, quarterbacks allocated to them just because of their positioning geographically. Right. Um, so that kind of like worked out, you know. Um, but yeah, like for the first pick, it was either protect a guy that was on your list or just pick a random person. And um, I think all of us were kind of like learning on the fly as it went. Yeah. Um, not sure what to expect. Uh, but it worked out really well. I ended up going to the team that I wanted to go to the most um, in Atlanta with Brad Childress and Billy Devaney mm-hmm. um, just because of their NFL experience and their NFL background. Um, so uh, I tried to be a little picky um, and like almost hint to people that I wanted to play for Atlanta. Yeah. And uh, even though I had to wait for the second round, I, I got what I wanted. So it worked out well. And I look too, Michael Vick is the offensive coordinator there. What yep. does a Michael Vick offense look like with Matt Sims as the quarterback? I don't know because I can't <laughs> run like Michael, so we can't do any of that stuff. I mean, I can run enough, but not like Mike can. And uh, But me and Mike were teammates in New York uh, with the Jets. Yeah. Um, we have a really good relationship together. Um, you know, I consider Michael, you know, a friend of mine. And, uh, you know, in this you know, brotherhood of football, you know, I think we were really fortunate enough to have those experiences together. And now, once again, to, to have this going forward and, and who knows, you know, what the future holds for both of us, but we're, we're both excited for the opportunity. Mentioned the word brotherhood. I was just telling you that I always wanted to play football. Correct. Dr. Jen Welter, I think two days ago, yeah. she's going to be a defensive specialist. Yes. That's got to be so cool. I mean, I'm excited for her for that. Yeah. And it, she's, uh, she's the real deal too. Um, you know, a lot of people have that like perception and all that kind of stuff and uh, you know just talking to her and just the way that she carries herself around uh, the other guys on the team and just the way she presents herself as, as a professional mm-hmm. um, it's an exciting thing for for the game if wrapping up here leverage to get back into the NFL for you is this uh, I think the the greatest thing about this league that they they did for everybody was that they they did make a point to everyone that hey this is an opportunity for you to play well mm-hmm. and to showcase your skills that you still can play and they're like, we want you to go back and play in the NFL. You know, that, that would be, you know, an honor for us to do that. And um, that's what sold me. That was what I was so hesitant about. Um, that's why I've been so hesitant about going to uh, Canada and playing football up there because uh, you kind of get stuck up there for mm-hmm. two or three years, uh, mm-hmm. you know, contractually. Um, but uh, very fortunate that this league is really kind of more of like, you know, you do your job, you do well, you have fun, you play well, you know, you're going to get more opportunities going forward. And I've been on the cusp of uh, being signed, you know, numerous times the past two years. And just for whatever reason, haven't, you know, landed. And uh, a few teams have even said, too, just maybe like my lack of playing experience on the field uh, might be one of the reasons why. Um, so this league gives us an opportunity to get more reps. And now they can't use that excuse anymore. So hopefully everything goes well and get to compete and have fun and you know play against other guys that have the same dream that I do. Final question, or maybe you could say right into the camera here, <laughs> message for the Atlanta fans. For the Atlanta fans, uh, I just know with me and Mike Vick and Brad Childress, you're, you're going to have a good time watching us play. And, you know, hey, we're going to lay it all on the line for you. We're going to have a really good time playing the game. Uh, all hail the Atlanta legends. Uh, we're going to be the cleanest purple team we've ever seen. I know that. So um, just really excited for the opportunity. Please come out, watch us play. Um, and we're just looking forward to it. Just extremely fortunate for the opportunity that Charlie Ebersol and, and Bill Poling have created this league. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll, we'll make the best of it, we promise. And he's playing in, I think, the first game for the league. It's that Saturday, yes, right? Yes, yes, that Saturday. I believe we're playing the Orlando Four Apollos, yep. yep. Uh, February 9th. 
um, you know, it's not important to me, even though I know all the details about it, right? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but yeah, just extremely excited, extremely fortunate, and uh, you know, extremely grateful too as well. Um, cool. This game has given me a lot, and uh, that's why I'm doing this too as well too, to give back to the game as much as I possibly can because I like watching, you know, a good product on the field too. And yeah. not only that, but they're all, you know, outstanding young men, and uh, it's it's really fun to be a part of. Well, Matt, good luck. Thank you Thank very you much. Thank you so much. And yes. Good luck. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Cool.